Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring me, Dags, and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine is a powerful American pop culture podcast, and now across from this powerfully oaken desk is the man, the best he can ever get. Is it, what is it, the the best the man can get? That's from Gillette, or is that the Army commercial? The best a man can get. It's it's Gillette. That was a little. Gillette. That's a little yeah. callback to that. Be all you can be as United States. Yes, Army. yes, sir. I missed you, Dag. Johnny Rage. I'm back. Been a long time. <laughs> Say, I uh, got real creative on my way over here. It took me a while. I want to apologize. I did the bird box challenge driving over, and uh, it was epic. By the way, you are going to need a new garage door and a new mailbox. But I successfully did get to here. You did not damage the barn, did you? I didn't. That's one thing I was able to avoid. What about this bird box challenge? You're familiar with it, right? People are, from the movie, blinding themselves and trying to go from point A to point B. I, I've known people that have done the hot box challenge, but that's another thing. What's the, bird- the hot box challenge? Look it up. Okay. Tell the kids about the bird box if, if they're the one child that has not seen the epic- Well, Netflix came out with a huge hit called bird box and we can we're going to talk about that i did see it but basically the premise of the whole movie is they can't look at this evil creature it's kind of plays off a quiet place where they couldn't talk otherwise the creature would pick up on where you were and strike you within seconds it was just fast laser fast that's funny i used to have a wall of monitors protecting my vision. I did. I can see you now. I know. Why is that? And you've gained all this. I didn't know how big you were. <laughs> well, I'm big. <laughs> what about New Year's? Didn't you have a resolution? You're going to lose something? Maybe? Kind of? Yeah, no? I'm on the keto no-go diet. Okay. So bird- the, the best best two days in dieting are when you start the keto and when you go off keto. What is this keto? I mean, there's always every it's, year. It's, it's based on O.J. Simpson. He had this guy that lived in this house, Keto Caitlin. So if it doesn't fit, you must have quit, stuff like that? Yes. Okay. Anyway, Bird Box, everybody, it's the latest craze. Netflix released it. It's been out now probably for a month, starring Sandra Bullock. And kids are actually, you know how these kids get bored. They have to create something. There was the, how many challenges are there? You can name off some. There was the- Cinnamon challenge. The iPod challenge, not the iPod, the- uh, Ice bucket challenge. Ice bucket challenge. That kind of kicked it all off, didn't it? There was a jump in the lake challenge, and then you have to go on Facebook or Spacebook or whatever. And in the great state of Minnesota, there's a polar plunge. I cha- well, that's not really the challenge. I know. It's yeah. stupid. That's I the dumbest- eggs to take the- Yeah. yeah. They should do something. Like, if you're going to do the polar plunge, have real polar bears. And then you just fight them? Or how, yeah. how does it work? Yes. <laughs> or I want venomous snakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? What the hell is this shit jumping in this icy water, and then you just come right back out? Well, the thing of it is, too, is- I want your body to go into- what's a 
called it hypothermia. Yeah, you could. Yes. But I know what you mean because it sounds like it's this big deal, but the area that they actually cut out of the ice is like 10 by 10. And then you actually do jump in, but then they give you steps to walk out. And then there's two SEAL team got Navy divers right there. Yes, I know. Sugar hits the fan. Big deal, right? I, I was in the UDTs, yeah. Frogman. Yes. Anyway, so how would we do that different? Where we would, we, we, should we throw in the, when they do the plunge, polar plunge, put an actual polar bear in there? Or how about some, uh, what are those fish that eat? Mini- Par- piranhas? Piranha, thank you. Yeah, I agree. If I'm going to pledge you, I want there to be some some danger, some danger, some element of danger in this. And there's just not jumping into cold water and then walking out of these stuff. And then there's a heated tent nearby too, which you, just, you don't realize that. So it's how comfortable can we be being uncomfortable is what it boils down to. I want to welcome new listeners to this podcast, the most powerful podcast ever created. And say hi to the original Flock of Amish. Welcome back. Welcome back. They've uh, been patiently awaiting us to hit the waves here. Dags, you watch any football yesterday? It was a big football weekend. Um, one of the things people are talking about are Greg Nor- Greg Brady, Narlin Saints played, of course, the Los Angeles Rams, and there was that uh, famous no call now where there was a pass interference, and um, because of it, New Orleans lost is what the, of course the if you're a New Orleans Saints fan you're saying it was a no call if you're a Los Angeles Rams fan of course you're you're thinking differently what what's your thoughts did you get a chance to catch that or or no well they did uh beat up our quarterback yep that was the Green Bay Packers quarterback Brett Fa- Favre 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 they are a dirty uh, team the dirty birds not to be yes or no that's dirty yes, birds of Atlanta, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yes sorry Good enough, though. Yeah, we have to talk a little football. New England Patriots, of course, won. But getting back, you're 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 you jumped in front of what I was wanting. It's to tell you. very. This podcast is powerfully chaotic. Yes, I love it. Powerful references. It's like my mind. It is. We're both. What is the term for that? ADHD. Oh, just stupid. I was going to say oh, we're both stupid. Element of we have too. a hard time. We have a one track mind, and we just got derailed. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Just deal with it. And the beauty about this podcast is if you listen to it and then wait a day, it's like spaghetti. It's even better, right? Yes. And it has powerful references and little things you got to look up. And I miss those re- those movements that you do. You just did kind of a shimmy shake. Yes. You, you I, all, I, you know. Yes. Where have you been? What's been going on? It's been a long time since I rock and rolled. It's been a long time since you potted and rolled. Yes. I know it's it's 2019 now. Now every year sounds like a cool science fiction movie. Good point. Yeah. Yes. Wasn't there a science fiction? What was the one? Or was that that was what was the one? The, the Space movie? 1999. Oh man, was it that? That okay. I was thinking 2019. I, it's kind of funny to see pictures and when people would, were back in like 1850, there was a picture of these kids of what they thought it would be like in the year 2010 or the year 2000. In the year 2000. And they had these, these, and this is, keep in mind, this is 1850. But they had these pictures of, of course, travel mold would be spaceships. How they even knew about spaceships is beyond me. They didn't even have them back then, but they must have been talking about Oh, them. the aliens have been here. Have they? They built the pyramids. They, they built the Panama Canal. All that's all aliens. Okay. Can they build a wall? Big, yes. Beautiful wall? A big, beautiful wall. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. 
but again, we got sidetracked from the New Orleans Saints, Los Angeles Rams game. Well, here's the deal. The ninth time in the Super Bowl, Greg Brady, powerful quarterback. Now, is that a true? I thought it was his ninth time in the, in the AFC Divisional Championship game. I don't know if it was nine times in the Super Bowl. We got to look that up. We, I got, just, we need Google Boy here. Nine, nine, nine. But let's face it. Who in the right mind is going to be – who's cheering for New England? I hope we don't have a lot large people. Do you ever check our demographics? Do we have a huge fan base in New, in uh, the New England area? I know we're big in Japan. Are we? Yeah. Well, I don't know who's rooting for New England. I mean, let's let's. It's kind of that been there, done that too many times thing. You always want to root for the underdog. No, but hasn't it gone full circle that they? You know, they. It's kind of like do you remember when the Cowboys were hated? Yeah. Ameri- so now has it reached a point where they've been there so much that you you finally got to give. Brady props. Well, I think there's no doubt the guy will go down as probably the greatest quarterback in football history. And we are, this is something that maybe we're taking for granted. But as time goes on and he retires, and then 10 years later, you kind of look back on it and go, wow, we never, I mean, he's set the standards for a quarterback. And we just take it for granted because of how good he is. Are we going to miss that 10 years from now when a guy is gone from the Yes, game? I think we can both agree that Tom Brady is one of the best-dressed quarterbacks. Best-dressed? Yes, and Bill Belichick is one of the best-dressed head <laughs> yeah. coaches. I see. You, you, you kind of doing you, your Bill Belichick. I was just going to say, gonna <laughs> I, say <laughs> hey, we're pointing at each other this time. <laughs> oh, but look at the levels. Oh, man. I'm going to be editing. I like Bill Belichick as a coach because a lot of people don't like him. But I like his relaxed. I mean, he takes a a, a, a hoodie to a new level. <laughs> Who cuts off the the sleeves on your hoodie? You know, <laughs> you got to show off the guns. Oh man, he came out and stay on uh, yesterday. They were interviewing him. He had his New England Patriots hoodie with the sleeves. They were cut, and they kind of have a little roll to them because when you cut them, they weren't meant for that. But, but when you, when you reach that level of success, you can basically do whatever you want, oh, right? Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the owner two of the team can't even tell you to do anything. Can and you? then you're gonna get yeah. Then you're gonna get people on Twitter. I can't believe it is. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter. Bill Belichick, uh, Mr. Kraft would like to talk to you. Yeah, whatever. I'll get to him when I have to. He he, he doesn't have to respond to the ownership group. Probably the did Mr. Kraft group. invent those little caramel cubes? He probably did because he owns a he's part of the Kraft family. You know, Kraft, an American or family company. No, that's Johnson and Johnson. I feel there's not enough love songs written about cheese. Well, we can change that. We can create a love song. I'm gonna take a swig of cola. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. You know, speaking of cola, I enjoyed. I don't know if I talked about this before. Wow. Sorry, I squeezed the bottle. Yes. You enjoyed what? Gene Simmons from Kiss. Did we talk about that? Has a powerful cola out money bags cola no i didn't hear about that. and if you follow us on instagram i took a powerful picture amish baby machine instagram go ahead follow us there also on twitter at amish b machine you're gonna enjoy it forever powerful cola though it's really good i don't know if you drink a lot of those colas that you know there's only one cola coke and then maybe pepsi mm-hmm. rc is right up there but all the other ones they all have that kind of off mm-hmm but this was actually good. So you actually tried this. I did. Where did you get it? I just got it at the local uh, general store. I knew nothing of this. Yeah. Okay. Mrs. Olson gave it to me. That'd be nice if they had a- God, I miss Mrs. Olson. She did die just recently. Yes. I loved her. God rest she, her soul. She's a great actor. I know. The penny candy, too. I always wanted to get it. That's what I need in the barn here. 
Penny Candy? No, you were talking about because we feed before this powerful episode starts up. There's a ritual. Mm-hmm. It's almost a pagan ritual. There's a lot of nudity involved. But anyway, Johnny Rage enjoys fruit by the foot. I do, and it's quite pleasurable. There's actually a photograph of me on Instagram. You snapped it, Dags, where I'm sitting in the epic podcast chair eating fruit by the, the fruit. captain chair yep the captain kirk chair yes but i was thinking maybe go to goodwill and get a nice candy what are those you know the ones where you reach in and pull out the candy oh that? like back in the old days yeah like from little house in the Prairie. yeah we need one of those down here how about a bunch of them and just fill them all up with jaw dr- yes uh, what would your favorite hard candy we've talked candy but what would your favorite hard candy be if you go into one of those old-fashioned candy stores that they have Every little tourist town has one, and they've got these hard candies and stuff. Help, help me remember, what were the good hard candies? Well, they had uh, Jawbreakers, which were not good. Or they would have uh, um, they would have the mint things that were like balls. They looked like candy canes, but they were, they were balls. They'd have um, sour balls, grape balls. I mean, just grape balls of fire, just different kinds of candies. They didn't have to be circular either. And then they had... Uh, just multiple different types of candy, but they weren't boxed. You got to see them in the visual glass jar that you're talking about. You open it up, and you take a little scoop. You scoop it into your bag, and then when you're done, they weigh the poundage that you have. Is there any hard candy that comes to I wasn't mind? really into hard candy. I did enjoy the the Brock's. If you remember those, they had the different ones. They had like they were little Tootsie Rolls, but it, inside were like raspberry. So it'd be like a chocolate Tootsie Roll with raspberry filling Gosh, inside. I remember the name, but my yeah. memory fades. I, I yes. recall. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the, was a household name. Yeah, for candy. I, I enjoyed that. Well, do you remember you'd go to these things called department stores? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you kids out there remember them, heard about them. They, they were a powerful store that had different levels in each well, level. Sears, Sears would be a prime example. Yes. They're no longer. Yes. Uh, rep, 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 yes. rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Don't you hate people on Facebook that as soon as someone dies famous, they have to be the first to get on there? Rip. No. You have, I know you have a bone of contention yes. with that. But first of all, if you really cared about the person, you would say rest in peace. You wouldn't say rip. Oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't shorten it up. No, You'd it's just, it's just like Christmas. It's Christmas. It's not Xmas. Right, right. So it's not X-Men then? Or what would that full terminology be? Extraordinary men. Okay. And you are an extraordinary, yes. you're an X-Man, X-Days. going back to the powerful stream of consciousness, the yes. department store, they had a candy shop in there. Yeah, they all did. Wasn't oh. that cool? They had yeah. candy shops, they had mm-hmm. electronics. Mm-hmm. That's where we would buy our electronics. Yep. And you wash your dryer, you'd buy yes. it there. And then yes. you get your pants, your jeans, same spot, and your shoes. Now, if they had a cola named after you, Dags, would it be E-Cola? Or what would it be called? E-Cola. <laughs> all right, let's talk movies. Yeah. Movies. Bird Powerful Box. movies we saw. We touched on Bird Box. Should we start? Should we kick it off with more of that? Yeah, and talk a little bit about well, the Bird Box. Bird Box was on Netflix. I, t- I said that already. Sandra Bullock, breakout hit here where um, it's kind of cool. The opening is kind of cool because what happens is they never reveal, and I've talked about this in horror films, where sometimes they reveal the uh, monster too much. Which when, they shouldn't. Which they shouldn't. You might like this because they never reveal the actual evil force. But what it is, is people, if they stare at this thing, it causes them to go insane and kill themselves instantly. So you have to be blinded at all times because you don't know when this thing's, because it's invisible. It's an invisible force. And you can see movement, though, which I don't understand because there's a couple of times where she's in the woods 
and this thing's chasing her, but it is invisible and it kind of talks to her, but they can't see it. But yet you saw it going through the woods and you'd see movement of the trees and the brush as if it was coming after her. But so basically you look at this thing and it causes instant death to yourself through uh, one person took a uh, handgun and shot himself right through the bottom of their chin. Uh, Multiple people die that way. So the idea is you have to keep your eyes covered or if you're in a house, you keep all the curtains closed. So what are they, are they seeing a vision in their head that drives them so insane that they have to commit? Correct. But there, but there's an actual force outside. It doesn't come in homes though. I don't know why it can't. I never understood that. Can you invite it in like a vampire? All you'd have to do is open up the door and uh, that would take care of it. But so anyway, um, of course, Sandra Bullock, there, it's, there's a, um, a group of people who come together who normally wouldn't be. They just happen to be um, when this uh, mayhem strikes, they run for this house. And there's a collection of people that are in this house who are already there and also join them. And then it becomes a survival story. And we've talked about this in the past. Powerful. Yep. Where they have to make that grocery store run because they run out of food. Um, we've kind of seen that before. And, but finally, Sandra, but one at a time, they all kind of die. She's the last one left. She's got two children. And she finally makes radio contact because she tries to, on a daily, base to find, daily basis, to find out, okay, is there anybody out there that is surviving this and have it better than she does? She finally makes contact with some people, but she has to get down this river. And right where the rapids are done, you get off your boat, and they just kind of said, come walk towards us. And, um, it kind of the story winds down to that aspect of it, but uh, it um, everybody raved about it. I didn't think it was that good because I saw Quiet Place. It almost seemed like they stole the idea from a Quiet Place, except just changed it because of the success of a Quiet Place. So I don't give it a rave review. I thought it was well worth the watch. It's about two hours, but I would give it probably a two and a half buggy wheel. What if instead of you the other one you couldn't make a noise yeah quiet place this you can't see yeah what if you couldn't smell and then there was some problem with like a taco bell thing or something that'd be very interesting yeah should we we could do something like yes. that because i i envision you you know going to taco bell and how in, nice in would excess that be? how nice would that be though Dags? after you went to taco bell if we couldn't smell the things that you're capable of doing that's what i'm saying I've always wondered, I got a question. Speaking of smelling. Hold on, though. No, let me just add All this. All right. If you're a single person, do you need to use the fan in the bathroom? If you're in an apartment or at home? That's a good question. Are you immune to your own? But why would you care? Because we all are immune to our own smell. So people live by themselves. Do they use a fan in the bathroom? That's a question. Think about it and get back to me on it. It's just like the grandma smell when you go over to her house and it has the, the grandma funk. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever come back? You've been on vacation for a long time. You've been gone for a week, three, four days. You open up the door and you got, do you kind of have a funk? Oh, every house does. Everybody does. But that's bad when you smell your own funk. But how is that? Why bad. don't we smell that from, all of a sudden, it's, is, what is it about that funk? Is it hidden and it just decides to take over when we're all gone? It's the, it's the trauma. Your brain, you know, shelters you from that trauma it's i think like, it's it's like the evil thing from bird Box. it's like it you just comes out it's like you when you had that lego incident when you were a child oh, you just tune it out we don't have to talk about i that, know do we? it hurts twice yeah no but i i think that that funk is just remarkable i think we need a team of scientists to find out 
Okay, where's this funk when we all live there? But so we all have the grandma funk, I think, is what I'm getting at. Yes. Yes. She's super funky. Wow. So you get two point five buggy wheels on the it is. on the bird bath. Bird box. It's getting rave reviews. Netflix, by the way, raised the price. What do you think about that? You're everybody has Netflix. They're going up two bones. You like? Yes, no. Would you ever get rid of it? Should we get into the the technological nightmare known as streaming, TV, internet? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I I almost wanted to call one of those lines, you know, where you're, uh, Yeah. What would you say? What's going on? Talk. talk the, the internet. I don't know what to do. There's too many. Relax. There's streamings. I've, I've given you guidance. I can help you in this. All right. Very easy. I'm a cord cutter. But it's, say it. it's powerful, though, because they, they got you by the internet. So you need the internet and everything else you build around the internet. Right. Well, you're 100% right. And I've always said this. People are like, we need other forms of uh, fuel other than gasoline or something because fuel companies make all or oil companies make all the money off of this. It doesn't matter if there wasn't another form of energy for us to put in our vehicles. Oil companies would buy it up and they jack the price up on that. So that really has no bearing on it. You just have to find something that's extremely inexpensive, like water, if we could get water to run our vehicles. But then again, if we could get water to run our vehicles, it would have to run through the oil companies because they're the ones that have the money to, and I'm not saying water, but- No, I know what you're saying. They're the ones that have the ability to mass produce it so we can drive 300 miles and get another fill- you know, where we can't do that. Or they would buy the land or the infrastructure. Exactly. And it's the same thing with cutting the cord because everybody's saying, well, I'm going to do your Kermit the Frog voice. Well, my cable bill is getting so high. But a lot of people, and I'm amazed at how many people say that, but yet they just sit and accept it. They do nothing. You know why though? Why? Because, because people are naturally lazy. They don't want to go out of their comfort zone. They want to hit one button and turn on the TV. You know, now you got to go... Well, you got to get the Ro- Roco stick, and then you got to get the the streamer <laughs> stick. I'm doing a new voice. This is, I, so, yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah. Ker- I miss Kermit though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go back to Kermit. Oh, and you got to get that. You know what I mean? You got to get all these things, and you got to get these a la carte. Well, is it live TV? Then I got to switch to Sling Blade. Mm-hmm, sling Blade. You got to you got to switch to everything. I just want one button. Uh, I love the sling uh, ad campaign that they're running right now where the couple is inviting people to come over to their house to sling. Hey, we're slingers. You want to come on over? That's really creative. I love that. But, you know, Dags, it's all with your comfort level because you're a, you're a gamer, okay? I'm not a gamer. I just enjoy to play. Okay. Well, anyway, you didn't just show up on your doorstep one day. I mean, you actually had to put some physical effort into getting your, your – you, you chose – how did you know a PlayStation or Xbox? I mean, you made some decisions. You did some research. You had to set it up. You had to figure out how to play the game. I mean, that's a big process. So you've been through the process. Cutting the cord is far simpler than that. Maneuver. Well, the gaming thing, without opening another uh, can of worms, the gaming thing is going crazy, too, with this downloadable content, and they, they charge you for everything. You used to be able to just buy a game, and that's it. And now they get you the you know new maps are coming out. New, yeah, but they're new not charging for them, are they? Sure, they are. That's what it's. Yeah. So they call them mic on the phones, microtransactions. Okay. They nickel and dime you. Is that a new phenomenon that Fortnite started? Was that before Fortnite? Because Fortnite, they gave it the thought process was let's give it to them for free, kind of like uh, um, cocaine or something like that. Yes. And all, so that's only is that kind of within the last year that that's happened that uh, 
you have to buy all those upgrades and whatnot? No, but it's been slowly creeping up. The thing with Fortnite is I don't know how that worked. Like you had PUBG's when I was playing, you know, the Players Battleground. I witnessed. Players Unknown. Yep. And they are always, you know, updating their servers and they are always tweaking things and this is the new. But all of a sudden, out of the blue, I don't know the backstory on the Fortnite, but out of the blue, they they ripped off that game. They had it all ready to go. And in like two minutes, they can update it. Oh, now we're going to have a cowboy version. So you're saying I, I, Red Dead Redemption is the cowboy version? No, of it? no, I'm that's just a bad okay. a, bad analogy. But I'm saying that Fortnite they would they could change things on a fly, like make it Disney or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're doing it. They're doing it all for free. They did it for free. It's genius. Mm-hmm. And then they're making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. But these mm-hmm. other companies, you know, struggle. I don't know where this Fortnite came out of. I don't know the backstory on it. But how they could just come out with this game and they they can update it. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the world that we live in now is uh, what you're talking about, and it'll only get that'll only progress more and more. No, but what I'm saying is I don't know how this one company with these other companies, they put the R&D, it doesn't just happen. Like, I don't know if they would they ripped everything off and how they can get it out that quick. That's the amazing thing about it. Do you think it. they just do it, knowing that they're going to get sued but don't care, make so much money on it first, and just pay a fine? Yeah, sometimes, maybe, sometimes maybe people do it like that. It's easier to ask for uh, forgiveness and ask for permission. Right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're right, but it's amazing. Yeah. But the the whole point of this rambling rant is the these the nickel and diming of everything, like on the the Roku and the Sling Blade. It's oh, it's only nine ninety nine a month, but that all adds up. So the bottom line is, how much are you paying a month? I would, and and like we were saying, uh, sharing the roadways, you got to share the the internet, so you have to have. What is there only a couple companies now that actually have internet? Yeah, basically you're stuck with Xfin- around here Xfinity, or you have CenturyLink. Um, what else do you have? Actually, Hughes.net, but that's for like if you're in some remote. Basically, you, here at CenturyLink or, or Xfinity, it's going to be one of the two. How many people do you think actually illegally tap into the actual lines too? You know, it's always like in third world countries where they like that poor explosion in Mexico where they tapped into the gas line and they all blew up or yeah. or they tap into the electrical grid i don't know are you capable of stealing internet i'm unaware of this you think uh, there's probably some oh absolutely some I mean, young it, kid 12 figured out a way to do well, it it's coaxial cable i mean yeah you just have a you know splicer box in there well but they still have to send the feed to you is the way i understand it because when i upgraded and i did um i had i didn't realize how slow my internet was until i called them up and when they tell you it's slow dude where have you been well, I've been with you for years. Why didn't you call me up and tell me it was slow? So I found out how slow it was. And then immediately they want to bump me up to 60 megabytes. Well, they were probably charging you and they were getting off cheap. with my- That's what it was. Yeah. It's, uh, I bumped from t- uh, 10 to 20 or 12 to 20. It's actually cheaper for me to have 20 than it was for 12. So I figured that one out. Okay. When they charge, the, and the line's already there, all they do is flip a switch and they charge right. you more. So it's right. But. You have to scale back everything you're talking about, what's important to you in life when it comes to your TV. What are you using your TV for? Number one, we all used to be hooked on a landline phone. Times are changing. That's not the case anymore. You don't need it. But they're always ahead of the game. They're like, okay, you don't need that, but you are going to need internet. So right now, you have to start with internet. Then you have to peel back what you have on television and say, What's important to me? Do I like this, 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 and this? Do I like the speeds of the, and, and 
that's what I'm a the more the older I get the less I actually watch TV I'm actually doing more streaming myself so I came to the realization and so did the so did the uh, cable companies came to the realization these people are not in Apple too I'm jumping their phones aren't hitting off like they used to people are not trading their phones in every two years like they once thought what's left to do with phones I don't know you know what I mean they they're all generic looking now you can't tell which phone is what they all have cameras on them. I don't know what's left to do. Well, camera. It's always, whenever they come out with the latest and greatest, what are they all, the first thing they say, and now with even a better camera, 5,000 megapixels. It's always the camera. You're looking at it on the screen, the same screen, and you reach a point where, can you see it any better? You know, they have, they have the old LED screens. Point of diminished returns. Yes. What their what they're, rumor has it, Dags, that... They're going to go back to flip phones now. Um, in order to find the latest and greatest, we have to go back in time. It'll still be, you'll still have your um, large screen smartphone, but you know how they're turned into be these phablets? What'll happen is they're going to actually flip. So you'll flip open your screen. That's going to be the next, that'll be the latest and greatest thing with, uh, with your smartphone. Do you like that idea? This is factual stuff, too. Yeah. I've had that idea for years. The two screens and it's flip open. Yeah. I feel they stole that from me. Really? <laughs> I spent numerous hours. I've never once. Well, yeah, you should pay attention. Okay. I'm going to go back to some of our past episodes to see if I can find out other brilliant ideas. So flip well, phones are going to be the, we had flip phones and no long, now we got smartphones. Go ahead. I, I, I interrupted you. The whole point is the internet. And the internet, you know what's on the internet? What? This powerful podcast. Absolutely. We love everyone that listens to this powerful podcast, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Except for Tom Brady. He listens. I don't care for him much. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant Greg Brady. No. Peter Brady was probably my favorite. I love him. I didn't like Bobby. Why? Why didn't you care for Bobby? He was lame, wasn't he? I don't know. He was kind of... He was no Oliver. But anyway, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, we're on Spotify... We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher Radio. Please go to all these various places. Please leave a review. We also have powerful merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. T-shirts for Johnny Rage. We have uh, oversized hoodies that go to, like, what are you, 10X or what? Whatever. We got them. (laughs) We got them. We got hoodies, shirts, mugs, everything. Please go there, like I said before, and like I'll say it again, follow us on Twitter, at Amish B Machine, Instagram, Amish Baby Machine, like our Facebook page. We're everywhere on the internet, and how you get the internet, we don't care. The ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Johnny Rage. Well, that's a big thing. That's how this topic started. But you got to start, Dags. We're going back to cutting the cord. You have to start with your internet because everybody needs that because it doesn't only run your television viewing, but it also has, it's going to run your phone at home. It's going to run your computer at home. So internet is, if you have a five-step program on what you need, A, you need the internet. How cheap can you get it? That's for you to determine. What's your level of comfort with how much will you spend for internet? You can spend as low as 29 as much as 120 So you get your internet and then you get your... Stream, stream your television. Um, and then you get your free TV, the OTA we call them, over the airwaves television. 
totally free. You just need a special antenna for that. Cable companies thought that those TV shows were actually going to become extinct. It's not happening. The reverse is happening. People are getting rid of the cable and going back to over-the-air television. The old Channel 5, 4 here in this metropolitan area, that's what we have. The TV, Antenna TV, Comet TV, all those TV stations. People are loving it, living large. The over-the-air has got a better signal, too. It's not as compressed. So the image quality is good. I disagree with that one, 100%. You don't have HD quality with it at all. It's actually a horrible reception. And if it rains, it's kind of like if you've got that. You don't have, with an HD antenna, you're not getting a good picture? No, because a lot of those those programs weren't made for that, so they can't. Well, that's different. I mean, that's yeah. that's them being well, con- you're taking con- a, you're, converted. If you're watching uh, Magnum PI from 1985, it is what it is. It's yeah, like, you know. Yeah, it's never going to be good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying the signal. Don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, me. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And more movie talk. I just enjoyed Keanu Reeves. Canoe Reeves' latest film, Replicas. Now, I heard a lot, Dags, that was a... I'm getting to be kind of a movie snob. I used to go to a lot of different movies, but now I take my time. And I don't know if it's because I I just don't want to waste two hours in the movie theater. That one looked like it was a total waste of time altogether. Tell me. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. I don't know how this movie was made or what it was. Or well, it was... they probably had a cameraman, and they probably had a producer, and they probably did it like that, and some actors. <laughs> He said he didn't know how the movie was made. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was a bad. I don't attempt. know how, why you're on the show. But anyway, <laughs> it was a really bad movie, and it started out so bad that the dude I was with, we just look at each other and laugh, you know, in the lines. Yeah. And then it got kind of watchable, and it's kind of like, it's the equivalent, like it'd be a me TV, uh, really bad mystery science uh, theater, 3000, 2000, whatever they're up to now, one where you'd make fun of. Okay. It's uh Keanu Reeves is a he's a research scientist at Biodyne. Why do they always have a similar name like that? It's always Biodyne and Techdyne and well, they have to It's do always that. and they always have the they're always working on cutting edge science and it's always at the the moral prepostists or whatever the hell I'm trying to say, you know, uh-huh. it's at at this thing where oh you shouldn't be messing with that man <laughs> you know and they always have the e- the top guy is always evil yeah because he wants to take it to the he, he doesn't care at all costs and he always <laughs> wants to sell it to the military <laughs> it's all about money and greed but it, it's it was filmed in uh puerto rico oh wow yeah and they were what they try to do is take these dead soldiers and reanimate them and into the body of a robot but then use the the mind of the human really let that sink in for a while. So, and the robot always looks like the iRobot, you know? Mm-hmm. They always got to come up, they got to come up with a new look robot. Yeah. You know, in the 50s, it was all the Robbie the Robot. Yeah. And now it's always this weird androgynous looking robot, and it's always kind of blue and thin. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And it has that real emotionless, expressiveless face. Yes. 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 So they try to put the, the memory of this guy into the into the robot. And they always initiate sequences too. I want to do that. Initiating sequence. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Engage. <laughs> yeah. So they put the guy's memory in there and then he, he, he uh, wakes up and they always show the scene, you know, like um, from RoboCop where you see the, through the, the vision of the, 
yeah. robot. Right. And then he freaks out because he doesn't know where he is and who he is. Right. And that was kind of cool, but it's been done a million times before. But you kind of think to yourself, what would it be like? All of a sudden you woke up and you look at your hand and it's a robot hand. They freak out and then they had to literally pull the plug on this robot. Oh, wow. So he's working on this and then. And then I don't know, even know if it's spoiler alert, whatever. No one's going to see this movie anyway. Well, but how long has it been out? That's the big thing. Has couple, it been out that long? A couple weeks, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I think you're fine with uh, getting right to it here. So as, and then as, uh, they go on a trip and his family dies uh-huh. in a car accident. He miraculously lives uh, Canoe Reeves. And then he wants to reanimate the family. And then he gets his little buddy. And they have all these great lines like, uh, we're going to reanimate them. Get rid of the bodies. You know, like, okay, I'm just going to get rid of these bodies. But then they have the little pods where they're going to grow each family member, but they don't have enough pods. So they have to get rid of one of the kids, and he writes the little names down in a slip of paper and puts them in a hat who oh. they're going to erase. And Oh, man. Uh, that's kind of, did that bring a tear to your eye? I mean, that's kind of... Uh, it that, was just weird, yeah. was the movie Sophie's Choice where she was escorting her children out of Germany and... She got busted, and or no, what was the deal? She had to choose between two children. She's holding both of them. The hand, do you remember that movie? Does it sound at all familiar to you? It does. Yeah, that's kind of what that reminds me of is your Keanu Reeves story here. So continue on. Dave. So then he has to reanimate the family, and, and what are you going to do with everyone else? Just like the school, you know, he has to pretend like they're, they're homesick, the kids, and mm-hmm. he's growing them in these pods down the basement. Man. It's really bad, but it's really good. You should see it for a laugh. So what do you give it here total? Uh, five is, or is it four? What's our, what's our rating system? Five, five, five buggy wheels. Okay, but where's the five come from? Because there's only four buggy wheels. That's the funny. That's the okay, comedy. Or is it the spare? That's the comedy, the yes. Okay, okay. Yes. All right. So what are we giving it? I will give it, it was really, really bad, but it, it goes up because it's so f- fun to watch, the the bad lines. You know, Keanu Reeves is a horrible actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, in John Wick, those kind of movies, it works. It's kind of like Arnold. Mm-hmm. If Arnold actually tried to act, it would be horrendous. Right. So if it's not an action movie like The Matrix or John Wick, but- Or Speed. He was pretty good in Speed because he yeah. didn't have to say much, right? Whoa. I will give it two out of five. Oh. That's actually better than what I thought. The way you well, it's this. actually a zero out of five, but oh, it's wow. it's so bad that it's fun to watch. Okay, so if you're extremely bored, go see it, or wait. Is that a red box movie? Maybe or well, I, I think you should. If you're a sci-fi fan, you should see it. Okay, because it has all the cliches of sci-fi. Yeah, the evil corporation, the military involvement, the robots, the morality. So something that'll be on Netflix soon. It sounds like yes, it's every. Sci-fi movie, cliche in one. Dag's question, we touched on it earlier. Netflix, charging everybody more. Does that bother you? Give me your thoughts. It's the nickel and diming that's driving me nuts. Is it, doesn't it remind you of like the postage stamp? All right, we need another penny. You know, you go from 49 cents, but every six months, well, we need another penny. They keep, like you said, penning you to death. Yes, and a lot of people, I don't know, they... I think because everything is auto pay now, every, you don't really see your money and you don't know what you're really spending. And that's all done by design. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And But Netflix did it brilliantly. They first came on the market. Remember when it was like $7 and we're all laughing? Like, it's a mistake. I'm not going to say anything. But we all got addicted to it. And now they're just going to slowly siphon the blood out of our systems 
by charging more and more and more and more. Because Netflix, every who doesn't have Netflix right now because it was started out at seven bucks, and like you said, because you don't see the money. Now it's up to thirteen. It's doubled itself. But how much would you pay for Netflix before you'd say, "Nope, done with this. Too much." You know, I'm a weird example because I don't do a lot of Netflix. Do you have Netflix? We do. Okay. So but I, I think I could live without Netflix. Okay. So your threshold isn't much more than this two dollars, or you just don't care. No, we're reaching a point. You'd but, reach, but what are you gonna do though? Well, you get rid of it. Simple enough. Yeah. No. know. What is Netflix has a lot of original programming. See, that's what they're going to. But then Disney is pulling the plug on all the Marvel. Yep. Yep. That's why they're trying to spend. They said that Netflix spent like $3 billion on new content. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, these Avenger movies cost like $100 million. Netflix didn't spend, make 30 brand new movies last year that was of epic expense like that. So I don't know where they come up with that dollar amount. But supposedly they're still losing money. They have 155 million subscribers and they just raised it up two bucks. They claim they still haven't made much money since they uh, started. How much were they spending on postage? Was that a lot of money? Who? Netflix when they had actually. Oh, when they had sent you the CD. Yeah. The the DVD. They still do that, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Because that's what I used to get. I used to get unlimited streaming and two movies per month. And how many times did I forget to send that movie back? And then you got charged for it, like $25. That's how they made their money. You know, they were hoping you would send them back. Mystery Alaska. I have that movie to this day because I forgot to send it back to Netflix. Was that Russell Crowe? It was. Great movie. Great movie? Yeah. You love every hockey movie, don't you? Not really. Uh, not. What mo- hockey movie do you hate? Boy, there's not a lot of them out there. I mean, it's not like it's... Uh, Mighty Ducks? Yeah, I didn't care for... Yeah, there you go. I didn't like... That one was... No, I didn't care for that. There's like four of them, wasn't there, too? That's how much I don't care about them. I don't even realize how many there was. Oh, I know. But yeah, I'd say you hit the nail on the head when you say that one. Mighty Ducks. Um, Diggs, I saw a movie, too. I know I talked about Bird Box. Powerful movie episode today. Well, I didn't want to see Aquaman because, however, it's doing extremely well in, as you always say, Europe and China. It made like $170 million here, and it like tripled that overseas. It's going to be in the billion dollars if it's not already. Or no, I yeah. think they, they think it hit the billion dollar mark. Yeah, the whole China thing, though, yeah, that drives me nuts. China. That shouldn't affect the quality of the movie I see. You know, they have to dumb down these movies because they want, you know why? Because they want them to work with subtitles. So there's nothing subtle. It's all bright colors and CGI filling your brain full of shit. But for DC, it wasn't all bright colors. Remember we talked about that? They had the, the gray darks and stuff like that. Well, they had all the, yeah, the, the, the weird Instagram filters, I call them. But, sepia tones. Isn't that your big oh, word? Oh, sepia tones. A powerful Wizard of Oz filmed in powerful sepia tones. Yeah. But my point is they have to dumb down the movies. They have to be the Transformers and all that garbage. They can't have some cool, you know, subtle acting. Because they have to sell it to China. Right. You know, you know how you always say they change characters and that pisses you off? I watched for the first time on network television yesterday the reboot of Magnum P.I. Have you ever watched that? No. Well, you remember Magnum P.I., of course. Yes. Do you remember who Higgins was? Yes. He was just a, a 60-year-old white dude. In the new rebooted version, number one, 
Well, in the new rebooted, rebooted version, blah, I can't speak, in the rebooted version, Higgins is like a sexy, hot, 28-year-old British gal. So they just completely changed an entire character. On, Do you enjoy that? You know, I was, it was in the background, uh, so I really didn't focus on it. I don't know. Um, there was a lot going on in that show, a lot of characters. And I didn't understand all of them, but um, I, I wouldn't say anything without watching a complete episode. All I know is I was thinking about you because you always say how they reboot different people with maybe different genders and all that stuff. So there's a prime example of that happening. Powerful segue reboot, restarting up. Yeah. Ghostbusters 3. Yes. 2020. You know, I didn't enjoy the first one all that much to care about. You know, see, you, yeah, you're an odd duck. But who, I mean, it was, yeah, go ahead. Do tell. Well, the Ghostbusters, why I was so powerful, it was the best comedians of that time. It was, you know, it was like a powerful, like, tombstone where you're getting all those great actors together. Mm -hmm. You're getting Bill Murray, one Mm -hmm. of the funniest comedy actors, comedic actors, Mm -hmm. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Powerful comedy genius. Yeah. Harold Ramis from uh, SCTV also gave us powerful Groundhog's Day, uh, you know, Caddyshack. Every great 80s movie had Harold Ramis with it. See, let me interrupt you there for a moment, Diggs. You're going to really. Stripes. You're going to think I'm really odd. However, I did like Stripes. I never thought Dan Aykroyd or Bill Murray was all that funny. To me, they didn't strike a chord with me at all. There, there's nothing about them that I have any recollection of any, anything funny with them. Um, so I struggle with that reboot of that because I just never... Did you see Kingpin? I did. With you Woody Harrelson? You didn't think he was funny in that? Well, now I can't remember detail like that, you know, but... Um, stripes? You liked I, Stripes? I did like Stripes. I did like Stripes. But it was John Candy that I liked most on Stripes. It wasn't... Bill Murray necessarily. There was a couple of funny th- pieces that he did in there, but he didn't carry the movie for me. And he, it was it was the insult. Everybody together made that movie funny. This is just one man's opinion. Caddyshack. Did you like Caddyshack? Now that is all Ted Knight there. That Bill Murray has a very small. That's so weird. Ted Knight. Out of all those great actors, and they pull out Ted Knight. <laughs> oh my God, he's epic in that. I mean, that's that's one of his best roles. Monroe. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, and, and let's face it, Caddyshack, if you were to actually ask yourself, it's really not that funny, truthfully. Um, when you look back at it now, you've got him chasing the squirrel throughout the golf course using explosive devices and all that stuff. And You don't think that the scene where he's hanging out with uh, Chevy Chase in there and uh, Bill Murray's talking about, you know, growing the, the grass and... That's some brilliant comedy in there. You got to rewatch it. See, the oh, thing I've is, watched, I've watched enough times. I really have. I, the, the interaction. There are some tidbits of uh, Ted Knight to me makes that that if he's not in there, and then of course they made a Caddyshack two. Horrible, yeah. Terrible, terrible movie. But Rodney Dangerfield, you don't think he was funny in there? Of course I do. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Of so that's what I'm saying. There's a I've lot been of streaming Rodney Dangerfield a lot lately. See, you know? Caddyshack had a a ton of comedic actors in there. You had, you know, the best head night you pick them. You, but it's kind of like if you have Chevy chase, your favorite ice cream, you eventually get sick of it because it doesn't do that much for you anymore. 
the hell are you talking about? Well, it's like all these, they didn't need all those to pull that off is what, I, is what I'm telling you. But that's why it's even more powerful that Brian Doyle Murray is the head of the- you know, I want to do a Twitter poll. The I want to find Shack. out if people are along the lines thinking the way I'm thinking, or am I just on my island all by myself? All right, one more time. Follow us on Twitter, at Amish B Machine. Johnny Rage wants to know what you thought about Caddyshack. But I'm saying Bill Murray and his staying power of comedy. Of all the movies he's made, that's what you got to think about. What's your favorite of his? He had so many. I love Stripes. Stripes was good. I, I love Caddyshack. Yeah. I like Kingpin was hilarious. Yeah. When it, the, the play with him and uh, Woody Harrelson. Do you remember in the diner where they're eating? Woody Harrelson eating the cereal and he's talking to him. And he goes, you want to make some supplemental uh, income? And he goes, supplemental? Yeah, supplemental extra, and he keeps eating the cereal. And he goes, "Why don't you go eat that outside?" <laughs> and then, and the waitress comes up and she, he goes, uh, "He goes, uh, keep the drinks, honey. Uh, keep the drinks coming, honey. We got a long drive home." <laughs> and and he goes over. He looks over. He reminds us of our friend we both know, Turker. Yeah, because he, he he's totally like our friend Turker. Turker. God rest his soul. But this yes. rip, he, rip. Yes, yeah. rest in peace. Yes, he. He's at the he's at the table and he looks over at the other table of the of the girls of the people over there and he goes how you doing she goes hi and he goes not you you and he talks to, he's just the biggest dick it's so funny you got to watch that scene oh, I, I I saw the movie that's ten years ago now yeah but see that's the thing you you the have, thing, see now the only thing I can remember about that is when he's bowling doesn't his, doesn't his hand go with the bowling ball down the down the lane yeah because the He's got they, a fake. He's got a fake. Yeah, hand. because they hustle these guys, yeah. and they, they find out they're being hustled, and they they shove his hand in the in the in the machine, and it grinds his hand off. That's yeah. why he has to have the and then and the, of course the whole Amish thing, yeah, with Randy Quaid, yeah. powerful comedic powerhouse. Yeah, no, but if you look at all the movies that Bill Murray, you may, it's it's amazing his body work. Yeah, is he, it, is, is he a SNL dude? Of course. He is, okay. Yeah. yeah. Remember Lisa Lubner? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. My my memory is fading. I know it is. Yeah. Be but, gentle. Be gentle with me. Be near me. But Ghostbusters, I mean, like I said, you have the powerhouse of Harold Ramis. You have Dan Aykroyd. You have uh, Sigourney Weaver is great in there. Also, uh, Rick Moranis from SCTV. Mm-hmm. He's great in there. What's really weird is I haven't heard anyone talk about this. His you won't remember, but his two different characters. He was like a nerdy little accountant mm-hmm. in the first one, but then his personality was totally different in the second one. And I don't know. Someone's gonna have to explain to me why he acted differently. The same character, but he made the character different. It's really weird. Now, do any of those movies? We, I've asked this before. Have you ever just had a good old-fashioned belly laugh because you thought something Bill Murray did was that funny, or you just kind of quietly smile to yourself? Is there any belly laugh moments that you can think of? That I can think of? No, I if if I I'd have to stop and look at the movies and tell oh, you. Okay. Yes, I well, Caddy uh, Kingpin was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that scene where he's tell, he's telling the. Uh, or the, the waitress comes up and he goes, uh, do me a favor, wash all that perfume off and come back. He's just a dick. He tells him to go outside and eat, eat the rest of the cereal. When he hits on those ladies, he goes, how you doing? She goes, hi. No, not you, you, the other girl. She goes, hi. 
you don't find that cruel and unusual punishment you find well, that funny? I gotta I gotta work with you on this podcast that's <laughs> yes. that's cruel and unusual yeah. but anyway and Ghostbusters was it was so powerful too because not only comedy but they they always had like music they were always up to the minute like they had the hottest you know they had Bobby Brown doing on our own and they had the cool remember the I ain't afraid of no ghosts that 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 and how often the Ghostbusters Ray, Ray, theme Ray, Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. that's powerful radio do you remember this band i can't oh powerful but anyway uh remember the they always had the great opening scenes in ghostbusters it started out you know, the cold opening you know mm-hmm. the the scenes you know the mm-hmm. the in the the second one when they had uh and then they played the bobby brown theme yeah perfect so you're loving it that they're gonna reboot it well i don't know is I'm, it a sequel or prequel or is it gonna be a, a what yeah that's what i was gonna tell you is yeah. you know how they have that debacle with the all women yeah the 2016 yes. one yes that's just gonna be like they're gonna try to erase that from everyone's memory okay and this is gonna go one two ghostbusters three and this is gonna actually be like canon law gonna be exactly the same as those two movies going onward okay where it left off it's not changing anything about it so they're gonna. It's gonna be an actual. It's not gonna be a sequel. It's gonna be the actual movie. No, it's gonna be a sequel. It is going to be a sequel. Yeah, it's gonna so be it's one life after the Marshmallow Man. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that's what's gonna be cool. They're not okay. gonna try to change. When's anything. that slated to come out? Twenty twenty. You be in touch, and I'll be in touch. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Yes. So you, do you remember who that guy was from twenty twenty? When he said twenty twenty, that news magazine program from twenty twenty. You be in touch, I'll be in touch. Who was Hugh Downs. It? Hugh Downs. Yeah. Anyway. So it's going to be, uh, I, I don't know, I'm scared. I, I want it to be good. Don't be scared. I'm scared. I'm not going to lie I'll to you. I'll hug you in the movie. I know. I know, I know you will. Yeah. But they have to have it. They're going to have, uh, it's going to be four kids, teenagers this time. Okay. They're going to have two women and two male characters. Okay. And- if they can somehow get Rick Moranis, wouldn't that be cool to get all the original? I mean, uh, some cameo shots or something, or what do you mean? Well, I think they should hand off the reins, oh, is that literally and figuratively. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, Harold Ramis, God rest his soul, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Mm-hmm. Rip. Yep. Yep. He won't be in How it. How do you ever die again? He had an autoimmune disease. I forget which one. Okay. That would be cool. They could do something really cool, like make a ghost to him. And I think it would be uh, funny, touching, and everything. Because that guy had funny? so much. What kind of funny? Yeah. You... Funny how? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. What's that, Casino? No. I know. Goodfellow. Yes, I know. So if they could do, if they'd make, they could make some cool, make him a ghost, I think that'd be awesome. And they could, you well, know. I, it. Bring him back as a reprises role. He could. Like, just, just, I think it just, just to acknowledge him, not. Just to be a ghost, I think it would be cool. Think and they be, could, think and, that'd be appropriate. What's that? Do you think that'd be appropriate? Yes. Okay. You know, and they could have, you know, the old uh, they used uh, this cliche before where everyone gets together at a funeral. Yeah. You know, they could have celebration the, of life. No, yeah, they they called. could have the celebration of life, and, yeah. and that could be a transition. Right. It'd be cool though. Sigourney yeah. Weaver, uh, Rick Moranis, yeah. and if they could tap into whoever, whatever the hot music is now. I'm on board with you, Dakes. All right, I'll go see it with you. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Okay. And they definitely have to, to me, they have to have the Ghostbusters theme and like, now you know, it'll be re it'll be rebooted, jazzier, jingly or something. No, I know they always remix it. So you, or, or would you like them just to bring it back as it was? Use that. If, if the, if the, the, the new song has the soul and the feel of it. Now, how do they do that? 
for instance, Pharrell's Happy was the song of um, Minions. What was that? What's that movie uh, with the Minions in them? Yeah, Minions. Yeah. Is, that, is that the name of the movie? I don't know. Steve yeah. Carell, car- anyway. cartoons. But the, the song was never even in the movie. And all of a sudden they say, and this is the theme song. Yeah, Despicable Me. Or yeah. Despicable Me, yes. Thank you. It's like Lego's movie. It was a Devo song. Good point. Yeah. There's a Lego movie out right now coming. Yeah, I can't do it. Coming to theater soon. Can't do it. But Ghostbusters, I think that's, you know, everyone's scared because they're going to ruin it like that. And then, uh, what's her name? Leslie Jones. Yeah. She was in, she's all, yeah, she's all saying F this and it's, it's Trump's fault. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't shock me. No. No. No, but this movie, it's, it's, it's the, uh, the director's son is doing it. Oh, wow. So okay. it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know he's going to do his dad proud or try at least. Right. I think it's going to be cool. It's a lot gonna, of pressure. A lot of pressure in a situation like that. They got it. Yeah, they got to get, I don't know. The problem is, like I said, that that movie was weird because it was the, the greatest comedic actors at that time. Yeah. And now they're, they're going with four unknowns, I think. Yeah. They're going to be teenagers. So what can they do? Yeah. It'll, it'll, they need that. The, the so you ghost, think they need some star power? You don't think that, uh, okay. Or someone that can become a star. That's the problem. You never know. I mean, who knows? Yeah, you have to find out. I mean, but it's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. So am I now. It wasn't until you brought it up. So. And here's the other thing, too. I, I, you know, you, you can rant and rave about there's no new ideas, and there's not. Yeah. So if there's not, at least bring back something that was cool. And then we're also going to have to school you on Bill Murray, which ones do you think are funny? Well, I mean, I, I, you know, Bill Murray owns the Minnesota, uh, the Saints baseball team. Here. Do you want me to pull, I'm going to pull up, keep talking here. I'm going to pull up a list of his movies. Well, I mean, I mean, I obviously know who he is. You don't have to go to that extent, but you already named three of his uh, top movies. I know, no, but I I'm saw gonna, three of them. But I'm just going to bang them out here for you, you know? I just, to me, Ghostbusters. With or without Bill Murray, to me, it's not like he made that movie the epic success that it was. But I don't know. Is that being stupid or not? No. I mean, if you like him or you don't like him. I'm not saying I like him. I'm, I'm, I don't dislike him. I don't like him. He's just not. What about Bob? Do you remember that? Is that with the, the dead guy? He was with. Uh... Don't remember that one. Okay. Of course not. It was uh, Stripes, Caddyshack, yeah, Tootsie, yeah. Ghostbusters, yeah. Razor's Edge, Little Shop of Horrors, Scrooged. Did you like that? Saw that one. Yep. Groundhog Day. Saw that one. You didn't like any of them? All right. That's kind of like a- King put large in life. I didn't say I didn't like them. Do, you know, you're misquoting me, Diggs. You just don't think he's funny. I just don't think Ghostbusters was made because of Bill, Bill Murray. That's, all, that's my bone of contention. That's, that's my point. What do you so, mean- he well, did, he I, didn't, I think I think he could have not been in that film. It would have been equally as good. He it wasn't because of him that made it so good. But you're disagreeing. But, with but me. you think of all the lines in there. You know, nice shooting text. Whoa, whoa. You know, and okay. I'll, but somebody else. It was just written lines that he said. Well, any comedies like that. I mean, th- th- then you can say any. I could have starred in that role, and you'd enjoy it, don't you think? No, no, no. At least you're honest. Yes. So you're starring in this role, this podcast. So you're saying it's yeah, it's a powerful role. Yeah. So you're saying any comedy, it's not the actor, it's just the the story. 
the let lines. Me think, let me think for a moment on that. Do, 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 do. I'm trying to think of a comedy that I had to say to my What's What's your favorite comedy? Oh, that TV comedy would be Seinfeld, no doubt. Um, so it wouldn't matter what actors are in Seinfeld. It's just the writing. That's a very difficult question to ask. So you're time. saying Don Knotts. Anyone could do his character. It's just the writing. It's oh. not his expressions, his mannerisms. Harvey Corman and uh, that's what I'm saying. Skits today. The de- have you ever seen the Dennis skit with uh, yes. Harvey Corman? Oh, yes, that is hilarious. So you're saying, <laughs> you're saying that all their their timing, their facial expressions, their physical comedy, none of that matters. It's just the okay. The, let me ask you this: John Ritter from Three's Company was kind of that. Um, Don Knotts esque, where he physical was, comedy. Yeah, he'd so, fall over the. He'd always fall over exactly. things. Exactly. Yes. He did it, made it funny. Don yes. Knotts did made it funny. Yeah. My point is, is, there's a lot of people that do that and made it work. Okay. Did it have to be him? No. Find another guy with that same so you physical comedy. So to you, there's comedians. There's nothing. It's just the writing. Well, I I don't want to make it. No, right. I'm not saying that at all. All right. So, Johnny Rage, thanks for coming down. Thanks for making the journey to the barn. Loved every minute of it. And from the bottom of all our hearts, we really enjoy everyone that listens, subscribes, and tells everyone about our podcast. It's a great new way to support us. It's on Patreon, patreon.com. We have links on the website, amishbabymachine.com. If you can go there, you can help us out a little bit. Also, don't forget about our merch. We have t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, everything available, amishbabymachine.com. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish Baby Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved.